Welcome to Daf Pevav of Sefer Bamidbar. It's in Parshas Matos, a famous Maimer Hecholzu, which the, the Rebbe Rashab said his Maimer Hecholzu in Ranat based on this Maimer of the Alt Rebbe. So <clears throat> this Pasuk is discussing the war against Midian after Bilam was, unsuc- was unsuccessful. So he advised the uh, Midianim that they should try to uh, seduce B'nai Yisrael and uh, through this uh, these acts of immorality they will be spiritually lowered and then they will they will not be able to be victorious in their conquest of Eretz Yisrael anymore. The Midianim <coughs> sent their young uh, maidens out and they were in fact successful with many of B'nai Yisrael, including Zimri, who was the head of the tribe of, of uh, Shimon. And then afterwards, Moshe told the Hashem told Moshe to tell the Jewish people to get ready for war against Midian. The pasuk says, "Hey, hold me, Yitzchem, um, from among yourselves." So the que- first question is. The wording instead of saying "heichaltsu," which implies that uh, that you should, like in second person, that you should all arm yourselves. Instead, it should say "yechaltsu." They should arm themselves, meaning that it's only a small amount, a small percentage of the Jewish people who are actually going to go to battle to Midian. There was only one thousand soldiers per tribe, so therefore, it's really only them going to war, not everyone. And. We see that it's not everyone because it says from among you, meaning that it's not all of them. It's some from each tribe. Also, uh, Moshe tells the Jewish people that this will be Nikmas Havaya Midian, the uh, revenge for Hashem in Midian. So what does this mean? Also, it says that the soldiers will be for all the tribes of Israel. It should have said from all the tribes of Israel, because as we said, it's only a small representation from each tribe. So let's understand what Midian represents. So Midian is the exact opposite, the opposing force to Hashem, to Shem Havaya. And therefore, before Matan Torah, we had to subdue the clip of the impurity of Midian to a degree. And that was through Yisra, who had been Kayan Midian, he had been the priest of Midian, coming to the realization that Ati Adati, that now I know that Hashem is the real God. And Matan Torah, all the nations gathered. And uh, like the Medrash says, that they all accepted that uh, that uh, Torah is um, is uh, the the Torah of the Jewish people, and it's a Torah of peace. Like the pasuk says, Hashem Islam Hashem Yivarsam and they all proclaim this pasuk at the time of Matan Torah. The Medrash says on the, this pasuk, Hashem Islam Ayitin, that Hashem gives his nation strength, and this strength is Torah. And Hashem Hashem blesses his nation with peace, that, that when one occupies himself with Torah, he creates peace both, both 
in the uh, uh, among the he heavenly legions and among uh, the both among the heavenly hosts and among uh, within earth within the lower realms. So, what are these two types of peace? We create peace in the upper realms and the lower realms. So we'll get back to that soon. Let's first understand another question. So just to recap, so we've got questions on the psukim about the wording about the instructions about on Midian. Then we're starting to explain that Midian represents this massive clipper. And now uh, uh, Terah being a source of peace, both in the low and upper realms, we'll explain later. But one more question first, that with the... First base of Migdash, it was destroyed because of very serious sins. There was idolatry, adultery, and other promiscuous uh, and forb forbidden relations. Um, there was uh, murder, and and then beyond all of that, there was a uh, bitter terror. There was uh, nullifying and neglecting terror. And and Hashem said, "If I've for, uh, if I've turned uh, that uh, blind eye, if I've." Uh, uh, not taking action after all these other three major sins, when there's also Bithel Terror, that's already too much, and that's it. Whereas the second Mason English was destroyed due to Sinas Chinam, due to baseless hatred. So seemingly, why is there such a great disparity between the exile after the first base of English, which only went for 70 years, whereas the second base of English said it's been going for so many hundred years. In the times of the Alter Rebbe, it was over 1,700 years and now over 1,900 years. Why is it so long? Seemingly, Sinas Chinam, it's a serious Avera, but not as bad as these other Averas, murder, idolatry, forbidden relations, Bittal Torah. So going back to understanding what Midian means, and this will answer this question as well. There's the seven nations that represent the seven Midas. And the, the seven nations are the, the manifestation of the Midas within impurity. And uh, therefore, if they are left in the land and left in Eretz Israel, there'll be a bad influence. Each one will introduce their Midas in a negative way. And uh, therefore, uh, when the uh, Jewish people uh, sinned, it was because of the overpowering of the seven midas in a negative way, and uh, uh, they and and uh, learning being inf being influenced from the Canaanim instead of driving them out, and therefore that to go into Golas for seventy years, corresponding to the seven midas. Uh, look by the way, in Kailas Yaakov for explanation of how each of the seven nations correspond to one middah. However, the, base of, the second base of Migdash, it, what, the problem wasn't with the middahs, but instead it was Sinas Chinam. Sinas Chinam is, uh, is represented by Midian. Midian actually means to quarrel and to fight. It's not one of the seven nations. It's not as uh, bad, you could say, on one side as, the, the, as for example, the forbidden... Uh, desires of uh, and uh, of adulterous and for, uh, forbidden relation desires but on the other hand it's uh, the source of all bad because uh, godliness is all about oneness and how everything is one everything's included as one 
like Hillel said, that, that terror is all about what's hateful to you, don't do to others. The rest is explanation. Why? Because Hashem is Hashem Echad. That's the, the first thing we say about Hashem. Hashem is one. And uh, like uh, the famous Zoyar, uh, that Hashem and his Kalim are one. And like the Ramam says, that he is both the knower and the, the power to know and the knowledge and everything. And the fact, it's all Hashem. So, Echad is different to Yachid. Yachid means there's it's single. There's which is, so when there's single, there's only one, and that's it. Whereas one can can have different parts that all come together. The word Echad itself come, has three letters. Aleph is one, Ches is eight, and Dalit is four. So Hashem is one in all seven heavens and one earth, which is eight, and in all four directions. So in other words. We, Everywhere to cut together comes together as one. Unlike Yachid, where it's single, singular, there's only Hashem and that's it. And because Hashem is the whole idea of Hashem is Hashem Echad, Hashem is one. Midian, which is about quarrel and, and division, is the exact opposite and the opposition to Hashem, and therefore it has to be it, it's the has to be totally destroyed, and it's the most difficult to be destroyed. And therefore, the second base of Mikdash, uh, after the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, the Golas was a lot longer. Now, uh, at a more basic level, first of all. When uh, you have a clear job to do, when it's uh, something uh, very clear, even if it's uh, uh, there's bigger problems, but when it, when what we have to do to fix it is clear, then we can fix it more quickly. And Chazal say that uh, the rabbis uh, say that the uh, that where we know the um, the sin, then we can fix it up more quickly. Uh, and therefore, the first base of Migdash, we knew their sins, they were bad ones, but we could fix them up more quickly. Whereas the second base of Migdash, where we didn't know the sin, which is sin is chinam, because with the baseless hatred, everyone always has an excuse, everyone always has a reason why it's the other person's fault and why they're justified in hating them and, and opposing them. And therefore, because they have an excuse, they don't do teshuvah, they don't repent, and they don't regret. And therefore, it takes a lot longer to fix. This is like the explanation of Rabbeinu Yena, why an asham costs two seller, which is a significant amount of money, whereas a chatas was a lot cheaper, was just a, a, a small coin. Because the, the asham was brought when a person is not sure whether he sinned or not. The chatas is brought when he definitely sinned. And because he's not sure whether he sinned or not, he needs a bigger atonement because he doesn't feel that regret. Or like we see that if you have a, a sediment that you don't want, so it's easier to take out the bigger pieces than the smaller pieces. Why? The small pieces is less to take out. Yeah, that's true, but it's also harder to get it out. And that's similar to small mistakes, which are hard to clear. Similarly, if you're trying to work out the halacha, something which is totally forbidden it's easy to say oh yeah that's not kosher but something with a little more complicated a little smaller the problem is smaller then it takes a lot more effort and and, uh, and thinking in depth in order to work it all out so similarly sin as based on hatred because people don't consider it such a sin in other words 
when there's a, a fight, when there's hatred, people always have an excuse. So therefore, they don't feel that they're doing something bad and therefore it takes longer to atone and to rectify. But, so we're right now uh, over halfway down the first column of Pevav. But to understand uh, more deeply what why the sin of sinas chinam of baseless hatred is so bad and why it's the op uh, opposition, the exact opposite of Shem Havaya, Hashem's name Havaya, which is the the holiest name of Hashem. So let's uh, analyze and think about what we know about Shem Havaya. So the name Havaya comes from the word Mahave to put into existence. Now. Uh, the Hisavas, the, the existence of the worlds is called Hisavas creation from nothing into something. The question is, why is uh, the source of the world, the godliness, which is the spiritual source of the world, called nothing? On the contrary, Hashem is the real Yesh. He's the real entity, the real existence. And we are the Ayin. We are the nothing. So why is it called Yesh Me'ayin? On the contrary, it's Ayin. We're the nothing coming from the Yesh. So uh, the explanation is because Hashem is really, or in so Hashem is unlimited, and therefore, in order to for Hashem's light to uh, descend into a uh, place of limitation, in order to create worlds. With create which the worlds have uh, are themselves limited and and have within them creations that are limited, so there had to be this um, chain of uh, evolution of of the Hashem's light descending more and more, and it had to go through a symptom through a contraction in order to move from being unlimited to limited, and uh, then it was able to be the source of the worlds. And that limitation is hinted in the Yud, the first letter of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, which Yud is a very small letter and represents this uh, symptom, this uh, limiting Hashem's un unlimited light. And uh, this is uh, in the meaning of the Pasuk Yashes Chayshech Sisrei. Right, that uh, Hashem makes uh, dark uh, darkness like his uh, his uh, his um, shield, and and um, that the darkness is uh, that through the symptom, then there's able to be worlds. Then after the yud, the next lot of yudke vavke is a hay. The hay extends uh, across and downward, so it has uh, length and, and breadth. And that's because after you have the yud, after you have the contraction and concealment, then afterwards, when Hashem's light is limited, then it can extend and expand. And uh, therefore, we can answer now why creation is called yesh meyayin, something from nothing. True, Hashem is the real yesh. Hashem is the real something. But the ayin is the... Is, uh, the that there needs there needs to be a symptom 
um, which is a, a limitation and contraction of Hashem's light, and there, therefore Hashem's light is nothing compared to Hashem Himself, uh, because uh, I because after a symptom, it's uh, after contraction, it's a, a much uh, infinitely more limited version, and. This is uh, also the meaning of what the Gemara says that that first there was dark and then there was light. For Hadad and then there was light. So first there was dark means first there's a, con- a symptom, a contraction and concealment, and after Hashem's light is limited and and condensed from un- from unlimited to limited, then you can have Gilead, then you can have re- revelation and light. And in, in order to have these two together, symptom and espashas, contraction and uh, and spreading out, you need to have something which is beyond both of them that can link them together. And uh, so that is Ein Sof, Hashem's unlimited light, that that is the, the power to link the the original light, which is unlimited, with the uh, sorry the the symptom uh, with the contraction on the uh, Hashem's unlimited light with the gilly afterwards. Uh, but uh, without this, without insight, you can't link together gilly and symptom. Uh, they're opposites, and the. the over to the second column of Pevav, and now Chachma and Binach also are, are opposites in a way because Chachma is the point of the idea, and Binach is the whole development and expansion of the idea. So, how did it, they become like it says in Zayat, train, Randall, and Misparation, two friends that uh, don't separate, even though they're really opposites? So uh, this is through the Kotesh or Yud, the crown above the Yud, that uh, the crown above the Yud is uh, this, uh, is, is like this Ain Sof energy, this unlimited energy that brings together revelation and, and contraction, Gilly and Tzimtzum together. Now the Yud has three points. There's, uh, there's the, the crown on top and there's the crown on the bottom. The upper crown of the Yud represents the Ein Sof, the unlimited light, Hashem's unlimited light, which brings together Chachma Bina. The bottom uh, uh, sort of line coming out of the Yud is what links the Yud to, which is Chachma, to Hey, which is Bina. So, so in other words, uh, first we have the power to bring together opposites, which is above both of them. That's the upper. Uh, kites, the upper line, and then underneath the yud is the actual link between Chachma and Bina. And in some places it says that what is that link? It is Das, Das brings together Chachma and Bina. And then there's more sources within these uh, brackets, following the brackets, Vizoinians. Now, this is the idea of the peace that uh, we bring through learning Torah. And, we, and, and it says, first of all, we bring peace in the, with the heavenly hosts because this, uh, this uh, uh, that uh, this uh, flow of uh, energy that's brought down from Hashem's unlimited, unlimited self that brings together Chachman Bina, it is brought, it's manifest upon us through Torah, through learning Torah. 
And like it, we have many psukim that the that tire through, uh, like the pasuk says, a yachsik that if uh, if uh, one holds on to the tire, which is uh, the the mo'ez our strength, then the Hashem's strength, then it yasik shalomly and makes peace for me for Hashem. Meaning, it brings together Hashem's chachma and bina at peace. And 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 uh, therefore, when we learn Torah, that this is lishma, it is for the sake of the uh, Torah, which comes from chachma, and it allow it allows Hashem's chachma to 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 come together with bina. Also, lishma can also be explained as l'shem hey for the sake of the hey of Hashem's name to link it to the yud before it. And this uh, uh, this uh, it brings uh, together Torah, <coughs> which comes from Chacham. We said that, uh, like we said, and uh, Torah has uh, six hundred and twenty mitzvahs, six hundred and thirteen biblical, and seven rabbinic. So altogether, six twenty is the numerical value, the gematria of Kesser, the crown. And uh, corresponding to the 620 mitzvahs are 620 pillars of light that link from, from Hashem into uh, limited space. And then the, the end of the paragraph, Al Trevor brings some sources uh, to look up related to this. But either way, the, the first shalom, the first piece is to bring together Chachma and Bina. Then a space. Now the second piece, the making peace with Pamari Shamata in the in the lower realms, that is bringing together the vav and hey of of Shem Avayim, Hashem's name Yudke Vavke. What does the vav represent? It represents the six minutes. We say in the pasuk in, in which we say in davening in Vayvarch David, we say Lecha Hashem Agdul Vagvura Vatiferes Vaneitzach Vahayd Kichal Vashvayim Varetz. That means that Hashem is these six uh, spheres, uh, Gedullah, which is Chesed, loving kindness, and Gvura is discipline, Tiferes, Netzach, Haid, and then Chal refers to Yisoyed. And the, uh, the, the Midas can be either in a holy way or in an unholy way. When there is too much severity, so then, uh, then it becomes unholy. Then it becomes concealment that that, that hides Hashem's light. Uh, whereas when the uh, when the gavur is directed by Chesed, then it all works well together. In fact, it says that Gehenna itself is created from too much. Uh, Gvura, too much of the left side, and therefore the solution is when uh, smo on the left, which is gvura severity, is included within the right, which is based on chesed love, and and the whole Torah is about this, about uh, having limits and having rules, but within an overarching uh, sense of uh, love, and this was the problem of Kairach. Kairach wanted the, the uh, left to the side of severity and strictness to stand on its own two feet, not to be included within loving kindness. 
whereas the Torah is really called Torah's Chesed, it's a Torah of kindness. And like we see the Pasuk in Yashir that says that Yemin Hashem, your right hand Hashem Nedar is adorned with strength. And through that, Yemin Hashem Teretzayev, that your right hand Hashem will smash, will crush the enemy. That in other words, that crushing the enemy, which is something to do with Gvura, severity, it's not separate from the right, but it, it is channeled through the right. The same thing, all punishments in Torah, that yes, they're punishments and therefore they come from Gvura, but their purpose is one of Chesed. Their purpose is to that through the person being punished, he becomes rectified. It, it actually helps him um, get rid of this problem, uh, get to get rid of the sin. And therefore, it's really for his good, even if it's a very serious punishment, even with, for example, Achan, who uh, who, who stole from the, the uh, uh, spoils of the battle, and this caused them, the Yidden, the Jewish people, to lose the next battle and, and people to die. But still, it says that he is uh, uh, punished on this day. Yes, he, 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 he was killed, but... Uh, but as a punishment, but afterwards, th this would uh, rectify his soul and allow him to go to Elamabah to the world to come, and therefore was it was for his long term good and greater good. On the whereas the sin is pure bitterness, so therefore the punishment is actually better than the sin and and worthwhile. So. That's how it is now. Before the giving of the Torah, there was a uh, punishment uh, that could be from pure gvura, severity, not for the benefit of the person, but it, like, but even there, the punishment was for the greater good of the world. Like, for example, the Dara Midbar, the, uh, sorry, the Dara Mabal, the generation of the flood, that, that they they uh, died in the flood and they don't get Elam either, so it's not really for the rectification of the soul, but at least it's still for the purification of the world. And the same thing with the Dara Flaga, the uh, generation who built the tower, the Migdal Bavel, that perhaps the punishment wasn't to fix them up individually, but it was for the benefit of the world. Over the page, um, the third column of Pevav. Now, this is called the piece of uh, the piece of the lower realms, the lower host, Pamai Shamata, and uh, the it's the sweetening of the Gvura within Chesed, within loving kindness. And uh, this is also the meaning of uh, it says that terror is like a black fire written on a onto a white fire. So this is also the idea of gavura of severity within kindness. And therefore, the first two of the Aserasadibras of the Ten Commandments are Anoichi, that Hashem says, I am Hashem, and Loyilcha, that you can't have other gods. Now that, so here we have the basis of the I am Hashem, your God, is the basis of Chesed, of love and kindness, and you can't have other gods is the base, basis of severity. The same thing, all the detailed rules of Torah is all from the side of the Kavura and Tzimtzum, of discipline and contraction. Um, that, and, and therefore they are all 
Gvura. But the purpose is chesed. The purpose is that Hashem's presence should be revealed, revealed in the world, which is about love and kindness and, and letting things flow. And uh, so, so we now have uh, two opposites together again. We have chesed, which is love and kindness, and gvura, which is discipline. And them coming together, that is the unification of the vav, k of Hashem's name. Uh, and uh, to the extent of a true unit union until they're actually one. Okay, Gimel. Now, just as with Hashem, we have these uh, two levels of Shalom that uh, Hashem's spheres of Chachman and Bina come together and Hashem's spheres of the Midas uh, coming together with Malchus. So, so too we have within the person uh, that... Uh, that uh, we we have uh, two levels of uh, of peace of unification. Hashem's name Yudke Vavke is also also rests upon us, like the Pasuk says, that Hashem's name is called upon us. And just as uh, Hashem's light is manifest through 10 spheres, so to us, we have uh, 10 koichas, uh, we have 10 uh, powers, we have our, the three intellectual powers and our seven emotional powers. So within intellect, we also have the Yud and the Hei, which are Chachman Bina. Chachma is the mind, and Bina is how it pulls the ideas uh, it, it, to, to the heart. It says the mind, Chachma uh, that Chachma is the mind, and Bina Liba Ovale Maven, that Bina is the heart with which it understands. So, what's the difference between the mind and the heart? The mind is cold and wet. And then so therefore, the mind is the source of moisture and water, whereas the heart is fire. The heart is passionate and dry. So now, chachma, uh, so is, uh, is the, the flash of the idea and uh, and uh, thinking about Hashem's greatness and how uh, everything ever, everything all exists is, is nothing about Hashem. So that causes a person to have a feeling of uh, a sense of bit or a sense of self-nullification, uh, realizing Hashem's only real thing and he should just be nullified subservi- uh, to, to Hashem's will. And that is the Yud. The Yud is a symptom, is a contraction that he... The person uh, holds back, nullifies his desire before Hashem's desire and uh, uh, aligns his uh, thought, speech and action with Hashem's not to think or speak or do things outside of what Hashem wants. And uh, this sense of uh, of uh, yud, of, of being small, so is what where humility comes from. And therefore Moshe, who had an abundance, he came from Chachmas, he had abundance of, uh, of uh, smallness in the, in the sense of humility. And therefore the Pasuk says that Moshe was the most humble person ever. Now Yira, reverence, also comes from Chachma. Like the Pasuk says, Reish is Chachma, Yira Sashem. The beginning of wisdom is, is a reverence of Hashem. And Chachma, which is the highest of the ten spheres, connects to the bottom of the ten spheres, Malchus, like it says, Isha Yiras Hashem, a woman, a God-fearing woman. And a woman, Isha, refers to Malchus. Uh, 
as Hasidus explains elsewhere. So now, um, therefore, bones come from the mind. They're related to the mind. And like we see that the mind is surrounded by the skull. Um, and bones are very hard and strong. And uh, this, this, this uh, strength allows for also said with Chachma and the Yud also in includes a sense of perseverance that you stay true to what to uh, the perspectives that you've gained. For example, if you gain a certain perspective during davening, to stay true to that same perspective also after davening. So this is a quality of uh, of the mind, the, the strength and how it's it, 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 how it stays. Uh, uh, it, do it doesn't fluctuate. Uh, so much like emotions, but on the other hand, there's also disadvantages. Now, the mind is more is a uh, cold, uh, and the heart is fire, is thirst, and heat, warmth, and passion, and that comes from Bina, which is the hay, and the hay spreads out across and down. And uh, and uh, therefore, it's, uh, it, it links the bina to shamayim. The pasuk says, "Kainen shamayim bisvuna." He establishes the heavens with understanding. And shamayim, the word shamayim uh, comes from the word aish or aishamayim, so fire, fire and water. So therefore, that's because bina has this extra passion. And uh, that's the opposite of bittul. Bittul is when to make yourself small and just follow instructions, whereas passion is to do with strength and pride, which is a positive as well. Like the Pesach says, Hashem, that he, his heart uh, lifted, was raised in the ways of Hashem and, and proudly going in Hashem's ways. So we have to have both qualities. And uh, without uh, without the passion and without the fire, transformation. Like for example, when you cook something on a fire, so then it transforms the uh, food. And without the fire, it would stay the same. Uh, so so too with the the midas of the Nefesh Muhammad, the emotional uh, traits of the animal soul. Is only through the uh, fire of the uh, of the heart, which uh, which uh, allows the transformation. Unlike the mind, where it would stay more static, but still, the mind has a another advantage that it it has more consistency and it, it stays uh, it stays uh, true to its uh, perspectives, and it allows Bittal to. Uh, dedicate and give over one's thought, speech, and action to, to be according to Hashem. And also a sense of humility. So what we want is to have both qualities, to have fire and water together. And this is the idea of the peace between Chachman and Binah. And that is the upper peace. Then... Uh, and for them to work, the mind and heart to work together and have the qualities of both. 
Now it says that how should it work together with the mind as the as the one in, in charge first, but also incorporating the heart. And that's the meaning of the mind controls the heart. The heart is, is the seat of Rotsi, of this the yearning and passionate desire. Whereas uh, the mind is the seat of Shuv, where we just follow what we need to do. We do what we need to do, even if our, our passion is just yearning to jump to Hashem, but Hashem wants us down here and we're going to do the mitzvahs that Hashem wants us from us down here. And uh, similarly with uh, this sort of pull to both sides, on one hand, we need pride on now then humility. So yes, we need both, but still ultimately... Uh, we need the humility is integral. It says if someone if someone's davening Shemayin Esrei, he must bow to the extent that the isra bone in his spine is uh, is uh, sticking out. And this word isra comes from the word kesher, uh, 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 to be tied, to be connected. And together the. Uh, mind and the heart, humility and pride together. Similarly, in the base of Mikvah, she had both Kainim and Levim. So the Kainim, they uh, their service was done quietly, which is connected to Chachman, Bittel, self-nullification, whereas the Levim would sing, they would and, and play instruments, which is connected to Rotsu, passionate desire. Now, it says that the Levim should uh, should help out the Kainim. So in other words, the Kainim, Chachma, is the leader, and the Levim, with their noise and passion, they're the helpers. Uh, so, so similarly, the Midas have to assist Chachma, but Chachma and the intellect is what guides the Midas. This is the piece in the higher realms. Uh, through learning Torah, that that introduces... Uh, an element of Ratzon, of, of Hashem's desire, which is above Chachman Bina, and allows peace to happen. So just as we said with Hashem that there's the Ketzel Sheyud, there's the uh, the crown above the Yud, which links together the Yud and the Hay, so, so to, within the person, uh, we also have this, uh, that uh, a uh, spark of beyond, which then links together Chachman Bina, And uh, that allows that the that the midas should be guided by the intellect, and therefore the emotion, his love and his his emotion shouldn't be in a in a selfish way, rather in a way of giving oneself over completely, dedication and and self nullification. Uh, and which is that's the way it is in intellect where things are true not because it, i like it it's just this is the fact and therefore that's a sense of bitter okay dalit so now what about the piece in the lower realms so uh we, we described earlier how within the emotions there's uh the right which is the loving kindness and that's connected to Kayan as well. The Kayan is a, a, a people of kindness, whereas in the Nefesh Bahamas, it doesn't want Chesed to be in control. 
and instead it wants uh, the left uh, gavura severity to be uh, separate from uh, from love, not uh, a tool of love, but a separate independent full power for itself. Now, yes, sometimes we're working primarily within our um, godly soul's needs. Other times we're, we're uh, feeding our animal soul. Um, but that is not peace when they're both pulling in different directions. Peace is when the, the, uh, the animal soul works in line with the godly soul's dictates. And similarly, when the left and, and rules and the systems work under the uh, inspiration of the right of the loving kindness and uh, like we say it, the Gemara says on the Pasuk that we should love Hashem with all uh, all your heart that means with both our godly desire and our animal desire that the animal the, the Yetzirah also should come to a love of Hashem through realizing that Hashem's only real thing, why should he say something that's not even real? And this happens through Torah, because Torah is the main thing which um, refines the midas, the the um, character, the emotional character character traits. These unifications happen through das das as we said before, links together Chachma and Bina, and similarly with the Midas, it links it all together. And uh, this allows uh, Gvura severity to be sweetened and uh, brings together also Sovev and Mamale, Hashem's uh, energy from beyond worlds with Hashem's uh, energy suitable to be within worlds. And uh, a uh, perfect uh, metaphor for this is the idea of Tzedakah, of giving charity, uh, which is this sense of peace between the giver and the recipient. And just like uh, with uh, uh, when you have different people of different wealth, so they might have a class struggle between the, the, the poor, feel, uh, a poor person may feel jealous of the, the wealthy person, but then when the wealthy person's kind to him and helps him, so then that brings a sense of peace. Now, now we can answer the questions that we started with about Midian. So Midian is about quarreling and it's the exact opposite of Havaya because Hashem is about oneness. And that's why everyone has to be involved. It doesn't say that they should fight, but that everyone has to be involved in the fighting because spiritually everyone has to be part of this battle uh, against quarreling and against separation. And that's also why it, uh, and that's how they'll be success, <laughs> successful to subdue Midian. And that's also why the Pasuk says, Lechomato, is that it's not, we're not going to take a thousand soldiers from each tribe, but Lechomato is for each tribe, because really the whole tribe is involved. The soldiers are just representing and, and leading the rest of the tribe. Now, Every one of us has to be involved in this battle uh, to get rid of se separation and, and, and uh, division and fighting. And the, the, uh, uh, it says that, that we are l'chol matos, that the war is for all the tribes because the Jewish people are made of 600,000 general souls and families, and uh, therefore it's connected to six 
uh, and the mitters, the six mitters can either be uh, in an elevated space or in a godly way or in a more materialistic way. And that's uh, the idea of mata. Mata means to tilt. You could tilt up or tilt down. And sometimes uh, a mata, a staff was used for something positive, like, uh, for example, orange staff lowered, or it says Moshe to lift up his staff and then the sea will split. But we... Uh, but lechol uh, matzah is either way for all the tribes means that we're not just going to have the one way that the tribes can uh, tilt, but uh, we want to include uh, both sides over to Pezayim. And this is the meaning of the Yiyo al Midian. They will be on Midian, meaning that, the, that their light rests upon Midian, but it's beyond Midian. So now we understand the great uh, sin of the uh, sinas chinam, of baseless hatred, that it's the ultimate opposition to Hashem, which is Hashem Echad. Now, what causes us to come together in oneness? That's Moshe, because Moshe is the ultimate of, of humility and self-nullification. And therefore, Moshe was the one who had to fight this battle. Now, there's a pasuk that your teeth are like the uh, flock of uh, sheep and the pastor continues that they're, they're all, they all fit uh, together that's uh, one meaning of the pasuk and, and the pasuk says like the sheep that come up from the wash so this represents um, shacha, uh, bringing down Hashem's light that is through uh, which Moshe can do. Moshe comes from beyond. It says that Moshe is drawn from the waters, and I was we, we draw Moshe is really from beyond this world, and therefore, and the words so that it comes from a wash. Uh, those three words have the uh, the three letters of Mem, Shin, and Hey, which is this the name Moshe, and. Through Moshe and Moshe's humility, we can bring everything together. And therefore, the Pasuk says with these sheep that they're kulamasimis, they can all be uh, equal, they can all be brought together. And therefore, Moshe fought Midian because he, as a representative of this, uh, this wave of Achtos, is able to bring together and the quarreling that there should be no more quarreling and therefore to fight Midian everyone's involved and led by Moshe this concludes the Maimur and tomorrow we'll learn the beer